Do you have thoughts or maybe ideas that are stopping you or hindering you from growing your own food? Today we're going to talk to a fellow grower. Her advice and her story are going to show you the steps you need to get started. And you may be surprised how simple it is. Let's get growing. Hello and welcome to the Prages Plant Podcast, the show that talks about growing, growing a garden, a homestead, a healthy family, and most importantly, growing closer to God. I'm your host, Crystal Media, owner of the Red Ridge Farm Homestead, where our mission is to help women of faith find the courage to grow healthy food for their family while building a closer relationship with our Lord and Savior. That's you. Don't let the world hold you back. Pray, just plant. Welcome to the Pray Just Plant Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Media, and today it's going to be our interview episode, and we are going to be interviewing Sarah. She is from The Living Acre. I'm going to let her introduce herself, so let's get started. So hello, Sarah. How are you? Hi, Crystal. I'm Sarah. I'm so uh, glad to be here today, and um, I'm a mom of four living in Colorado, Zone 5, and my journey is about growing more and more food and raising chickens and showing all of that to my children. That is so cool. So if you don't mind sharing, how many children do you have? I have four kids between the ages of, well, my youngest just turned eight today and my oldest is 13. So could you describe your growing journey just a little bit more? Like you said, you grow chickens and you grow a garden, but could you give my listeners just a little more details? Sure. So we started with planting a few, you know, garden plants And that has now expanded to a 1,200 square foot garden. And we've planted probably 15 bare root trees, hoping to eventually grow fruit. (laughs) Um, So that's been an experience. And then we went from three chickens up to 20 chickens. So gathering eggs daily has been very fun for the kids. Um, Yeah, so that's where we are right now. I'm hoping to talk to getting like a a milking goat or something. <laughs> They're fun. They're a great experience for the kids. What kind of chickens do you have? Just mostly layer chickens and what breeds are those? So we have a just all over the board. Well, we do have, they're all layer chickens to a degree, but they're not heavy layers. So maybe one every other day um, and all kinds of chickens. We have Americanas. I'm going to, uh, Egyptian Fiomi. We have the, oh, what are they called? No, I can't even think of. Uh, we have bantam chickens, um, the ones with the fluffy feet. Do you remember what those are called? <laughs> They're just a, a type of bantam, but I'm not sure. Feather-footed bantams, I think, maybe is what they're called. All of their breeds uh, memorized, I do not, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. I have a, I have a mix of, I call them homestead chickens. They're a mix of all sorts of things. Um, so how did you decide like as a family that growing your own food was something that you wanted to do? Well, I've always wanted to grow stuff. So for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to plant seeds and see what I could make grow out of it um, with a little bit of care. And I think I honestly think it is such a great lesson in delayed gratification to teach my children. Um, You know, you work hard now and you get the rewards down the road. Um, And I love that aspect of it. And so that's why um, a large reason why I've been gardening as much as I have. And because that's an important lesson I want to impart on my children. And I know just by um, me, like watching your Instagram channel a lot of things you talk about is health. Was health ever a part of you starting to grow your own food? 
Yes, absolutely. So I have uh, one of my kids is severely allergic to many things, uh, including foods and reading the labels at the stores gets pretty exhausting and you have to do a lot of reading between the lines and interpreting. And so I think a lot of things, I just wanted to be able to grow some food that I knew my son could just run outside and go eat like carrots, for example, that's his favorite. He grows his carrots. He runs out there and, um, he knows he's not going to have any reactions to them. So, yeah, I think just getting back to the root of where food comes from, comes from, because once I started reading labels, I realized that some fruit food is not actually food. It's not coming from the ground or from animal. And that really got me spurred into growing more and more food as well. So how did you start? Did you always like, this was going to be your idea? You, you know, I'm just going to go out in my backyard and start growing a garden. But how did you really start? I mean, what was your ideas for starting? So basically I had my husband till a space. And I bought a few packages of seeds and I literally just put them in the ground and hoped for the best. And honestly, it was a big flop because I didn't water it. So, (laughs) um, I just started honestly with a seed, you got to have a seed and you got to have healthy soil. Um, and even then you, I, I didn't go testing the soil. So it's not like you have to go get all these testing kits. I just got a few different types of seeds and planted them and hoped for the best. So, and I kept trying. You have to keep trying. Yeah, that is great advice. So walk me through it like a typical day for you in peak season when you're growing. Okay, sure. So my husband uh, helped me install a drip system that we finally set up this last year, which has has been huge uh, in the production for our garden. And so I don't have to water daily anymore. That was my biggest uh, hang up. Uh, having a producing garden. Um, So now daily, I just, I go out in the morning and I just look at the plants, honestly, as more of like just a wake up therapy. (laughs) Um, But then later day, usually towards when the sun is starting to go down, that's when I really, I go out to do the weeding and harvesting. So, but weeding, you really don't have to do that much weeding. You'd be shocked and surprised at how little weeding you have to do. I think that might hold some people back too. Um, I've had some stuff completely overgrown and still produce incredibly well. Yeah. On a typical day, it would just be um, weeding and planting more seeds and uh, harvesting when that time comes. And what do the kids do? Do they get involved? Oh, they do. They each get their entire row of uh, care for. They get to um, pick the seeds they're going to plant. They get to weed. They get to trim if a certain plant requires trimming or at least needs it. Um, You don't always have to do that. I don't want that to be something that keeps somebody from planting um, a garden. But yeah, they have to take care of their own row. And then at the end, they get to harvest it all. And it's very rewarding to them. It's, it's, it just brings so much excitement and joy to them. So do they come out like in the evenings and and work alongside you? Is that usually there? Because kids usually have their own times that they feel like doing something? Do they, do they do that with you? Do that, is that their same time? Yeah, it's usually the same time. I would say that they don't, they aren't inclined to just go do it without my encouragement because it feels like work. <laughs> um, sometimes I will use it as a, well, it's bedtime unless you want to go weed the garden and then you can stay up a little bit later. And then they all love to go weed the garden at that time. 
So uh, kids in the garden is it's just so fun. It's it's I love learning through their eyes on on um, seeing what one they can get away with and two seeing what does need done the responsibility. They love to collect the Japanese beetles that show up that are not supposed to be in the garden. They are always excited when they find a little mouse hole in the garden or, you know, just, yeah, I feel like it's a constant adventure for them. So what has been your biggest adventure or, or achievement in your growing journey so far? And what did you learn from it? Let's see. I think my biggest achievement would be gosh, finally growing tomatoes. This year was the first time I ever grew tomatoes. And I think I, I've grown, attempted to grow them in the past and they either didn't make it full grown in time uh, for the first frost or they just didn't grow at all. So this time I planted 30 tomato plants and I thought if I plant 31, it's going to work. (laughs) So about at least 10 of them have been producing. So I've been pretty excited and thankful for that. That is so cool that even, you know, adding just a new variety or new uh, vegetable to the garden can bring such success. So what did you learn from trying that, I guess, trying and trying the tomatoes again? Okay, so I learned, well, first of all, I tried new varieties, much like what you were just saying, and I just planted so many that I thought I I just learned that if you just keep going and you keep planting then something is bound to produce and you'll find what works in your area you'll find what works for you and what you enjoy growing yeah that is that is almost why the name of this podcast is pray just plant all we can do is pray and just plant the seed that's all we can do So on the flip side of that, what has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from that? Okay. My biggest failure for sure was doing all of the prep work for a garden for a season and, you know, planting, tilling, getting all the rows the way I want them and labeling the seed lines and planting out, planting out just where everything is going to go and then not consistently watering. That, that has been my biggest failure in learning how important water is. And it doesn't even necessarily have to be a lot of water, but it does have to be frequent. I think that's been my, my biggest failure. I, I had a complete flop, like no, no production at all because of lack of water one year. This is going to be a little more in-depth question, but as a grower and as you know, a podcast host and a blog writer, a lot of the people that I talk about, a lot of the women I talk to, talk to say their number one reason for not getting started on their growing journey is fear. What was the number one fear that kept you from getting started on your family's growing journey? That's a great question. I think fear of not being able to produce anything. I think that was pretty scary to me. Um, You know, you put on this hard work and then you just fall flat on your face, which I have done, you know, just in that example of not watering enough. I think just from pushing through and continuing year after year and finding what I enjoy growing, finding what grows well where I'm located, just having one plant succeed has helped me overcome that fear to keep trying again next year and trying more and different 
and reflecting on what it is that I want out of a garden anyway, which, you know, if there's a plant that you don't like growing or it's just too much of a hassle or it brings too many pests to your garden and you don't want to deal with it, then don't grow it. Grow something that's fun to you. And if that's like flowers, even just start growing flowers. I think that that would be mine. I think along with that same topic there, what would be some advice that you would give to other women, other growers that want to do this? They want to grow their own food, just maybe simply a garden or even a jar of tomatoes on their counter. They just want to get started. What do you, what advice would you give them? I would say pick one thing, pick the one thing that excites you the most. Um, the one thing that would feel most rewarding and um, take the first step to do it. If it's, you know, having your own eggs from your backyard to eat that morning, then get, I don't know, three chickens. You know, you can manage three chickens. I mean, if you can manage a dog or something, you can manage three chickens. Or if it's a garden, then, you know, buy one pack of seeds from your local gardening store, because, you know, it will usually be appropriate for your zone. And just get a couple of cups and put some soil in it, either from the store, like potting soil, or from your own ground, and just plant your seeds and water it daily. It's just getting started. That's my advice. Yeah, and that's great advice to just just start, just start and just plant the seed. Those that's pretty much a lot of the questions that I have for you. Um, but how can we learn more about you? How can my followers learn more about you and maybe support you like in a business that you might do? Because I know as gardeners and homesteaders, we always have this this side hustle of trying to help us grow healthy food. Sure. Thank you. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Living Acre, where I share a, a variety of things, topics on gardening and um, supplements um, and health, things that I've had to implement with my family regarding health. And I do have a link within my Instagram for different products that I support, promote, and benefit from people purchasing from or through my link. Uh, so you can find me there. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us here at the Pray Just Plant podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me, Crystal. And I, I truly enjoy uh, your Instagram. I mean, it's really educational. Uh, before we got started, I told you how much it really has helped my family grow. And I just want to thank you for doing that little extra work of sharing your journey. Oh, well, like I said, I, it feels very rewarding and heartening to hear that something that I might have to say would help somebody. So thank you. You're welcome. I want to thank Sarah from The Living Acre for joining us today. And I want to thank you for joining me as well and listening to all the way to the end. And if this is your first time here at the Prages Plant Podcast, I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you to the Red Ridge Farm family of fellow growers. And if there's anything I can help you with, please don't hesitate to ask. You can find free resources, a way to contact me at my website, www.redridgefarm.org. And as always, don't let the world hold you back. Pray, just plant.